We're joined by Chris Amato, who is the Conservation Director and Counsel for Protect the Adirondack. And they have recently filed a lawsuit against the State Department of Environmental Conservation uh, with respect to what was supposed to be sort of a discontinued road in the uh, Western High Peaks Wilderness area within the uh, McIntyre East Track. So, um, Chris, why don't you give us, you know, the 30-second elevator pitch, what is Protect the Adirondack Incorporated, and then why have you filed this lawsuit? Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. Um, so Protect the Adirondacks is a not-for-profit organization that is dedicated to preserving and conserving both the public and private lands that make up the Adirondack Park, which is our wonderful six million acre uh, state park that um, is offers a incredible array of recreational opportunities. And one of the mainstays of the park is the High Peaks Wilderness Complex, which is a massive uh, block of land that has been classified as wilderness. It is owned by the state and it is part of the state forest preserve, which is protected by the New York State Constitution. So our lawsuit involves the illegal construction of a road in the High Peaks Wilderness Complex by the Department of Environmental Conservation. Looking at this, you know, the state had acquired some land and I, I, I guess there were some old roads in there and what they were supposedly doing was, you know, taking out old culverts and, and, and bridges, but for some reason they went and, and actually seemed to be upgrading the road, this one mile stretch. Yeah, that's correct, Mark. So what happened was uh, the state acquired the this tract, which is called the McIntyre East Tract, and it's about 5,000 acres. And in 2018, the McIntyre East Tract was added to the High Peaks Wilderness Complex. And uh, all of the state-owned lands in the park are governed by something called the Adirondack Park State Land Master Plan. And basically what that master plan does is it lays out the ground rules for how DEC is supposed to manage the state-owned lands within the boundaries of the Adirondack Park. In wilderness areas, roads are considered non-conforming uses. Uh, no big surprise there. And uh, the basic premise of the master plan is that wilderness areas are supposed to be free of what you would associate with human development. So no roads, no buildings, things of that nature. It's supposed to provide the user with a wilderness experience far from the trappings of civilization. So in accordance with that, DEC, to its credit, uh, came up with a plan in 2019 to address a number of former logging roads that existed in the track because the land before being acquired by the state was uh, in, owned by a private company that managed it for timber production. So there were some former logging roads there and DEC in 2019 proposed a plan to go in there and basically uh, remove the roads and decommission them and what they called rewild them, which was basically just to eliminate the road corridors, make it look more like a uh, natural 
forest landscape rather than a linear flat road corridor. So in 2020 and 2021, they did exactly that. The department went in and they cut up the road and uh, created mounds and, you know, basically made it look more like a natural forest landscape than, than a road corridor. Um, so all that was great. But then in uh, the fall of 2021, for reasons that remain unclear to us, <laughs> the department went in there and rebuilt the road, rebuilt one of the roads that it had previously reclaimed. It had finished reclaiming and decommissioning this road. Um, it had basically returned it to a wild character and then the department just went in and, and redid it. They went in and they regraded it. They recreated the road. They installed a culvert. They installed the bridge. Um, so all of which are prohibited under the master plan and, and, are by, and violate the state land master plan, as well as the unit management plan that controls how the High Peaks Wilderness Complex is supposed to be managed. Well, well, well let me ask you a two-part question then. Is one, you know, has DEC you know, been offering any justification for this action. And and, and second, uh, I assume this is not the first time the issue of roads and wilderness areas in the Adirondacks have been litigated. How does the court tend to, to respond and particularly, you know, what type of deference do they give to, you know, DEC versus, you know, protecting the wilderness? Well, in answer to your first question, uh, when we contacted the department about this and said, what are you doing? They claimed that they weren't rebuilding the road. They were simply going in to fix some what they called drainage issues. Um, uh, but we have been to the site three times and the drainage issues <laughs> that exist are the result of the department reconstructing the road. Uh, there's uh, standing water in the road, uh, in the tracks that the heavy equipment made. Um, there are areas where you have intermittent streams that are running right through and across the road. Um, and we didn't see any evidence that DC had fixed anything. Um, and in any event, it's sort of beside the point because the master plan is very clear that Roads are not allowed in wilderness areas for any purpose, no matter how laudable the purpose may be. Um, they're just not allowed. You can't build a road in a wilderness area for any reason whatsoever. So, you know, it, it's almost sort of beside the point, whatever justification DEC may want to offer for this activity, um, this kind of road construction is, is clearly prohibited. And how are the courts, you know, tended to to rule on these type of situations? Well, this is really a case of case of first impression. So there's really no uh, track record to look at in terms of the courts interpreting DEC's actions uh, in a wilderness area like this. So uh, it, there's really no prior cases we can look to for guidance on how the courts will will look at this. Um, now, there is the Adirondack Park Agency, which I guess oversees the overall development within the Adirondacks. Um, ha have they weighed in at all on this particular controversy? Well, that's an excellent question, because 
technically the park agency is supposed to be the state's watchdog over what happens on forest preserve lands within the boundaries of the Adirondack Park. So they're supposed to basically uh, make sure that management activities undertaken by DEC on forest preserve lands uh, conform to the state land master plan. So they were the first stop for us. When, when we found out about this, we uh, reached out to the park agency and alerted them and said, hey, you know, there appears to be some road building activity going on in a wilderness area. Uh, <clears throat> and unfortunately, the agency uh, refused to take action. Uh, they claimed that they had concluded there was no violation of the master plan. Now, that's an interesting conclusion since we were able to verify they never even went out to the site. <laughs> so, I mean, that'll give you an idea of the, the level of rigor that the park agency put into its investigation of a potential violation is they didn't even bother to go out there um, to look at what was going on and nevertheless concluded apparently based on what DEC told them that there wasn't a violation. Um, you know, we look at that as an abdication of the agency's responsibility uh, to ensure that DEC complies with the master plan. And because the park agency refused to take any action, um, we were left with the only remaining option, which was to go to court ourselves to correct this violation. Okay. We are out of time. We've been talking with uh, Chris Amato, Conservation Director and Counsel for Tete Adirondack uh, Incorporated. Chris, you got guys on the website? Yes, we do. It's protecttheadirondacks.org. Thank you very much. And this has been Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.